Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. This is the best of two pros and a cup of joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. A little hodgepodge of a sports weekend, huh? A little college basketball, had some buzzer beaters, a little NBA, Dame Lillard scores 71. You had a a boxing match. You had a spring training start. The Pauls finally took a nail, huh? Yeah. It was a good fight, though. That was the storyline, huh? Yeah, it was a good fight, though. Was it a good fight? I mean, you watched it, so I'm curious to to have you tell everyone what you took from it because – after you said that, I was like, all right, let's just go see, and this is a terrible exercise, so I, I wouldn't recommend anyone to do this. Let's just go see what Twitter has to say. There were people taking victory laps like they were Tommy Fury. Right. And God. they beat Jake Paul. Right. Which I, my first thing is like, whether you like him or not, you have to respect the fact that the kid gets in the ring, he hasn't been knocked out yet. And he has developed into a, a, a boxer. Like it might, you might not think it's good boxing. That's fine. He's young. He just started doing this. It's not like he was bred his entire life to go be a boxer. I mean, he was on Disney like when he was 12 years old. So, it, I mean, you have to respect the fact that he's willing to get in the ring. He hasn't been knocked down yet. He's obviously a tough kid. He works his tail off just to put himself in that position. And like it or not... He's kind of brought back boxing. Like, we're talking about it right now, right? Uh, Let's not get carried away. There's some dope boxers out there that's carried. There are, but you know what? No one cares. Okay, this uh, past weekend. I think there has to be more. I I know what you're saying. It it does cross it. It crosses it over. Tyson Fury called himself the greatest heavyweight of all time. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? Here's the thing is. (laughs) You know. (laughs) That's I don't know where you're going. No, with that. Well, just pe- people, you know, that's, there's a lot of talk. He's I mean, good, he's, he's fantastic. He but good. Good. So here's what I'd say is, Come on. whether he is or he isn't, even if he was, there's not many people paying attention to legit real boxing anymore. It's very seldom. Like, come on, man. Like, we grew up in the area of Mike Tyson. Yeah. Like, it, there's, no, like there's nothing to me that even compares. Like, I'll even go as far as saying, like, Floyd Mayweather, like some of the, the Pacquiao, some of the guys who have like transitioned, there's some really great fighters right now. It's just not the same. It doesn't have the same feeling. I'm sorry. Yeah, there, there's some. I mean, Tank, Tank Davis, and 
You know, there, there, there's some guys. That, that Garcia, that Garcia fight, that's going to be Ryan Garcia. That's going to be. I mean, Garcia you do, Davis. Is, you have to be into boxing to know, like you know, Earl Spence is out there, Crawford is out there. I mean, they're smaller guys. It's not. I will say the heavyweights have always been the ones that people have leaned on for the sport to be what it is. So I, I get it. But, hell, Jake Paul isn't a – he's not a heavyweight. They're they're cruisers. Oh, right? so we're I, talking about them. Yeah, I mean, we are talking about them. We are talking about I, them. I like the Davis – the Tank Davis-Ryan Garcia fight just that's, got announced for April. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. A good fight. I'm going to be there. Here's the problem. It's so rare now that any of these fights actually happen that that's noteworthy. It's going like, to happen. I mean, if it's not Canelo or it's not – you know, Ryan Garcia, Tank Davis. Or- I was at the Canelo Floyd fight. Imagine that. Yes, yeah, fantastic. Oh, man. But, like, those are your money makers, and those are the guys that draw, and there's just not a, a real big draw anymore. And you can't trust that any of these fights are going to get done. The fact that Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence hasn't happened is a disgrace. And it's because boxing is fractured. You've got different promoters. You can, like, people could say whatever they want about Dana White and the UFC. You know the problem with boxing in comparison to the UFC? Boxing may have a great main event, but the undercard sucks. It's brutal. In the <laughs> UFC, you have legitimate undercards because it's all under the same umbrella. You don't have different promoters fighting, and we didn't get our deal. We want a, we want a 60-40, not a 50-50, all the other crap that comes along with it. At least, you know, Jake Paul's promoting it. Yes, he's fighting, you know, some older MMA guys, and now he just fought a boxer who's got very little experience. But to Brady's point, he's fighting. These aren't these aren't no, fake he is fights. fighting. Like, no, no, he is fighting. They're not fighting with headgear and, on. And he dropped he dropped Fury too. Yes. He dropped him. I mean, well, they could have, you know, they eh. dropped him. No, he, he, he tripped. He yeah. slipped. Yeah. Well, he, he went down. But. <laughs> I yeah. just think it could have been someone farting in the front row. Well, that's, that, like, fair. That, that, did, that's fair. Did you guys used to have fight parties growing up? Hell or, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like this is not the same. When's the last time you had one of those? I mean, I, it's a bummer, man. I've watched boxing. I watch boxing. I do too. I, but but, uh, but the here's Devin the thing Haney is, fight. I had a, a gathering for the Haney fight. For who? Right. Right. Devin Haney. That's okay. Yeah. I'm honestly the last time I can remember is like it might have been the night before a game, and it was the Floyd Mayweather Ricky Hatton fight, and our whole team was down there like night before a game. They ran out a whole ballroom. We got it, you know, in and all that. Like that was one of the last fights. Like I remember going to a Floyd Mayweather fight. Like I've always been a big Floyd fan. I just feel like I don't know if it's the lack of I shouldn't say it's the lack of showmanship because. You do have some characters. You do have some personalities. It just—it almost feels like they're not the the best. And maybe I'm wrong in assuming that. Yeah, but I, it, it, it's not—it's it, not as as prominent. I I, I I give you that. Like I definitely agree with you. It's not—it's not as pronounced. I mean, you mentioned the Mike Tyson era. Some would say the the golden golden era was with Sugar Ray and with oh, Hagler yeah. and yeah. all those. I'm guys. just saying that's like what we grew up in. Yeah. Like, I remember yeah. Yeah. Tyson knocking what. <laughs> I remember being at my uncle's with all his buddies. I was—I should have never been there, hearing things you shouldn't hear when you're like <laughs> nine years old, and, and 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 like witnessing things. You're going, "This is this is not a good environment for a kid." But I remember him knocking out—I can't—I can't think of the name of who it was—so fast. 
someone had called the uh, the cable company. They're like, I want a refund. This yeah. is BS. Yeah. Like, you're going to make us pay 100 bucks for this crap? You know, he's going off on some poor lady at the cable company or pay-per-view because they didn't want to have to pay for it because it was like a 45-second fight. But that, like, that was part of the entertainment, like watching him knock out dudes and then watching people complain about the fact that they didn't get to watch for very much longer. The crazy thing is, is Mike in the beginning, HBO, that's all you had to have. Yeah. All you had to have is HBO. You got to see Mike. And not only did well, you get to see who him else fight. Did you, who else did you get to, did you get to see? Uh, I mean, whoever he was fighting. The Jim Lampley. Well, I meant, like, who else was doing the uh, the broadcasting for yeah. him? Oh, oh, yeah. Lampley. Yeah. Uh, uh, Harold. Her, what? Not, not. LeVar, what? did oh, you? Larry Merchant. Know <laughs> that you. Huh. We're going to leap over the line of scrimmage before the game, or was it in the moment? <laughs> and you knew when Larry Merchant liked you, because that was actually a good question. He he really liked to insult you while he was asking you the yeah. question. Well, because he was a, a columnist, like he was a newspaper guy, so well, he had to get his digs in because he, he thought he was writing a column when he was in the ring. What were you thinking? Take <laughs> us through. The sequence of when you saw Mike's fist hit you in the rib cage, <laughs> but then your eyes closed. What what were you thinking when you were laying on the canvas? And was there a reason why you got back up the first time versus uh, the second time? <laughs> People be offended. Like what? The, what? Like Larry? That's the, that's the question you're gonna okay, ask. And the me. guys behind him. What kind of question is that? What kind of question is that? <laughs> you going? That's what you're gonna ask me, Larry? Really? See, that's a look. You remember Floyd? That's why I don't even like doing HBO. That's why I'm going to Showtime. <laughs> I'm 70 years old. I kick your ass. Yeah, he did, he did say that. Um, yeah, it's but like for example, this weekend. John Jones is back. That's yeah, a big deal. And he's fighting at heavyweight. Wait. That's fun. Yeah. But you don't ha- – like, it's so rare with – and I, I love boxing. He it's had one of my so much sports. momentum, too. It's yeah, just man. sad that the hiatus, like – it's kind of like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. You know what I mean? But it's like – anyway, go ahead. Finish no, your but point. But it just it – just, it's different now, man. Boxing – there's not a – I would say this is at least fair – Jake Paul has done more to promote boxing events over the last year to two years than just about anybody in boxing has. It's, uh, I'll say this. It's definitely more It's more mainstream. It, it, it's, it's crazy to think that what, what was considered to be kind of gimmicky, it was like, oh, social media influencers. Yeah, but then you watch the dude, you watch him you know, train and stuff like that. You start to realize, like, oh, they do have a background in, in athletics. You call it what you want. Both of them, Paul brothers, is they they bangers. They bang like they they will bang. Where are they from, Brady? They have power. They're from Ohio. Yeah, they have they power. He's got a good, a good little left hook. And he, and he and he's a tough kid. Like they will bang. Say what you want. Like he's a tough kid, man. It, yeah. So I, I know a lot of people are taking victory laps this morning. They probably don't like the way Such he goes around and promotes. But that's his style too, right? Like I don't know that I always love. I mean, it was entertaining to see how Floyd promoted. I don't know that I always. But that's loved what it. he has to be. But it, again, it's what he has to be. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, now, that is what it is. Now, can we get to the point where we now? I mean, this is. I mean, this is must see or must listen to radio. Can we have Jonas go round by round with the scoring? Oh wow! And I mean, a, 
I give a little bit of an impersonation as well along with it. Don't I act mean, like you didn't score it. You scored the whole thing. All right, so I had 10-9 for Tommy Fury. Come on, man. Hold on, hold on, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Like, like Q cued you up. Don't, don't just yeah. get right. serious on us. Like, okay. you got to do the real version of how <laughs> you right. call it in between the rounds, you know. So looking back at the eight rounds here, there, Jim, there we, we, had, uh, I, we had Tommy Fury win the first round 10-9. Just thought he was a little bit more active. Found a home with that, Jim. Gave the second round to Jake Paul. Was a little bit more active himself. I think he felt a little bit of the pressure, a little bit of the heat. Third round was a close one. You could see why it would go either way. But ultimately, I gave it to Tommy Fury in the third round. And then in between the middle rounds there, you had point deductions. You had Tommy Fury get a point deduction for holding. You had Jake Paul for a blow to the back of the head. No warning shot, just points taken away. (laughs) Seventh round pops up. Tommy Fury with the lead. I got him leading heading to the eighth round. Then he goes to the canvas in the eighth round on a stiff jab from Jake Paul. Slipper not gloves touch the canvas counts as a knockdown Tommy Fury came back bounced back much like his brother against Deontay Wilder the first fight when he got knocked down won the rest of the round that would be a close round to score but ultimately that's a 10-8 for Jake Paul nonetheless he didn't do enough I've got it going to Tommy Fury Tommy Fury winning five rounds to three over Jake Paul and I got Tommy Fury winning the fight Jim <laughs> it's really good that's so well it's done. really good it's so well done it's really good Jim <laughs> <laughs> that's the other but, thing. But you told me yesterday that's not how you saw it. You thought Jake Paul in a close decision would win? Yeah. I just thought anything close would go to him because he was the moneymaker. And then I was surprised. One judge did have it to Jake Paul. The other two he scored did. it for Tommy yep. Fury. Yep. I was just surprised. And that's the other thing. When you watch the fight and you know who won, but you still think the judges are going to give it to the other guy because that's of the money problem. involved, yeah, that's a little bit of a problem. Hmm. And, so and while, you, while everybody brag. bitches about the fact that the NFL has poor officiating. I mean, at least it's not to that level where you're like, all right, we know who won, but we know who's also going to win. And uh, look, for those of you that you know were smart and picked uh, Tommy Fury by decision that paid out six to one. I mean, like, I picked Tommy Fury by decision, <laughs> six to Did one. You? But I didn't. I didn't bet it. Yeah. Oh, you guys should be high fiving right now. Then I, I didn't have a dog one. in the fight. I honestly six forgot what's going on this weekend. You took that too. Little six to one. Yeah, I picked that. Yeah, you know how we do it. That's why Joni's all excited this morning. Yeah, up on game. Yeah, he's how going much to sizzle this afternoon. Well, put a uh, nice little uh, five bucks on. Five bucks? Yeah. Nice. A little 30 bucks in return. I put five on it. Yeah. <laughs> Roll it up. Smoke it up. Inhale. <laughs> exhale. <laughs> I got five, five on it. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O-Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum! And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brady. I was I was in the weight room this morning. <laughs> Brady, just, you got to hear this one. <laughs> yeah, I just thought I'd just rip out like 15, 20 minutes of a good sweat on, okay. on the thread. Tell the story. Tell the story. I'm like, how is that y'all's opening conversation with one another? <laughs> like, we're in Arizona like, yeah. I held. I propped the. I propped the weight room open. I was hoping that you'd show up, Q. Like what? <laughs> we get on there, yeah, and just rip out about twenty sets, twenty reps of <laughs> ten pound dumbbells above the head before I came in to do the show. I feel it's, ripped. Because Brady and I were breaking down the insides of the fitness center at the hotel, but I think we were the only two people that used. Like what? <laughs> I walked past that dip. It looked like a storage room. Like. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's the weight room? Oh. Yeah. It, it was it was serviceable. It was there. serviceable. That, well, it was funny to conversate. Yeah, I walked in, you know. It wasn't the treadmill that I'm used to, but I worked oh, it out. I man. got good 10, 15 minutes <laughs> in. I'm like, wait, what? Huh? That's not- that must have been Jonas doing the talking. It was. I, I don't it I don't was. talk about my workouts with anyone. I just <laughs> work out. <laughs> no, we were both you asked nah, me. No, it was just you. No, it was you, just you talking. No, you asked me, did you go to work out this yeah, morning? Yeah, you, you did ask him, did he work I said, out? Yeah. yeah that's we all just I asked started, him. Yeah, we right. just started talking and about You started just knocking it down like, yeah. Yeah. I prepped the door open. I thought you were going to come in and get it in with me. That's how it's done, man. Jumped 
on the treadmill. It was like, yeah, it wasn't as fast as I'd like it to be, but I got it done. I, I mean, knocked out 15, 20, smooth. Like Brady told me one time that his goal is to be ripped up like a bad report card. Oh. And I said, okay, like I don't really know what that means, but I'll go with you on it. And then he, we started to break down different variations of your weights, lighter weights, uh, you know, working on your intermittent fasting and then working out on that intermittent yeah. fasting and uh-huh. all the other things that come along with it. You yep. know, a little EAS protein afterwards. Now we're done. 200 grams of protein and like yeah. an eight ounce glass of water. I mean, it's like, this is the good stuff. Chopper. Here. Yeah. It's what you need. Yeah. That's huh. how it works. Now I'm done. Yeah. 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 There it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's like that's like epically like it's legendary, Doc. You do know that, right? Like everybody, like no, like that's what I knew you for. Now we're done. The funny thing is, like it was a really effective marketing campaign. Definitely was. Where like it had brand recognition, it reached pretty much every other meathead out there. That was a big. Is that why? Is that why I knew it? Golly, I was big into it back then. Um, Yeah, like like that was that was what it was more geared for, right? It was more geared for a serious athlete. And then what happened was, is they realized that the market size of like those serious athletes too small. Yeah. And so then they were like, wait a second, we need to make what's called an RTD ready to drink that someone who's just driving home from work can go grab at a gas station, which is, you know, it's a different formula and and you're kind of obviously trying to appeal to a different audience. You don't want, you know, that guy thinking like, oh, I have to run through tires and do all this different stuff on there. So then they kind of pivoted to more of like, the, oh, we just want to make like healthier choices when we're coming home from work to all like the moms and dads out there. So it was a fun campaign while it lasted, man. We, it was like a bunch of a bunch of guys that we got to get together like once a year and do it. Um, but then that kind of ended. So yeah, you were running on the treadmill. Oh yeah, I was like, dang, that's a QB. It, it didn't. Wasn't your knee banged up or something for that? Yeah, it was like. So <laughs> that was one of the first deals I did because Abbott Labs, which which made EAS or Body AS, the brand, is right there in Columbus, Ohio. And so I was fortunate enough where they reached out and they're like, hey, this is kind of like a good fit. You know, he's in the you know fitness and working out, and this is what we're looking at doing. And so it was right after the Sugar Bowl, and I tore my PCL. And they're like, hey, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have you start off running on this treadmill. Um, but it wasn't like a normal treadmill. Like, you had nothing to grab onto. It was just a tread that was running on the ground. And so I had to kind of step up onto this thing and run. And I was like, well, I was like, they're like, how fast we crank it up? I go, normally I'd let you probably max it out. I go right now. I go, I can't really run. And so they're like, all right, well, we'll try to work, uh, work with it as best we can. We'll just try to push it. But it was, it was like a, I mean, it was a whole, it was a whole day of filming of doing stuff in this, this big old, like, you know, stage they had. But it was it was a weird deal because I was like I, I really can't run. We're gonna have to like make this up kind of on the way. I mean but. that's kind of interesting because I can remember the scene like you were moving really really slow. Yeah, for that reason, like right. I, I literally couldn't run for dramatic I just, purposes. I just thought he was. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. I thought it was like on some like kind of like they're studying like the perfect male body. Oh well, yeah, I mean, like, and he's a thes- know, he's like, a thespian. You know, thespians are always. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I mean, love you've the, seen his work. I in love those, thespians. Those Wendy's commercials. I love them. Come they're on. the best. Thespian. He is <laughs> right around. It's Something Oscar season as well, too. I mean, this is, I mean, huge stuff here. Oh, it, all, it all adds up. Think, we're not going to talk yeah. about the Oscars. I think right. thespians are the best. Lee Delapsy, executive producer, he probably. 
Jeez. I'm, I mean, I'm glad somebody caught on to it. I, I caught I it. I said it like three times, I, you know. I, giggity, giggity, I, hear giggity, you. Giggity. I hear you. Hey, by the way, you guys ready for a little <laughs> <laughs> You ready for a little combine shaming? Who Thanks. wants some combine Thanks, shaming here? <laughs> Thank you. Um, so this according to Ian Rappaport. He says that Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud will throw it at uh, the Combine this week, but Alabama quarterback Bryce Young will wait to do so for his pro day. Young is long past his AC joint injury from this season, but he'll just do interviews in Indianapolis. So C.J. Stroud's already clearly taking a lead in the battle to go number one overall as far as quarterbacks go, and also pointed out by Tom well, Pelissero. Yet I know, but this is but people are this is what this hap- happens during Combine Week. Everyone looks at this and says, "Well, what has he got to hide? I mean, what, why can't he throw in front of people? Like, uh, does he want to get showed up by everybody else there? Like, this is where these conversations go." Also, Anthony Rich. Richardson, who's got a howitzer attached to his right shoulder, uh, he will he plans to throw and do all testing and drills oh, per yeah, source and yeah. a showcase. Uh, as Tom Pelissero points out, he's one of the guys that everyone's looking to see perform and put on some of these uh, talents on display. So that's the quarterback situation at the combine coming up this week. Yeah, Stroud can throw. All anyone's going to talk about is Richardson once he gets done. I mean, the way he can move, the way he can throw the football, it's going to be something special, I'm telling you. And that's – look, the combine and throwing at the combine is irrelevant. I mean, these guys can do what they can do in, in, in the game of football. Bryce Young has nothing, nothing to prove out there. Um, it's just, you know, it's a made-for-TV event. You know, some guys want to go out there and do it. They feel like they can help improve their draft stock. And other guys feel like it's not necessary. For a guy like Anthony Richardson, he really doesn't have much to lose because he's going to come away with everyone talking about him so favorably. Like, that's one of the biggest things, too, I think you see nowadays that the Combine is. They talk pretty favorably about all these guys because the guys don't have to perform. They choose to. I mean, if they really wanted to, they wouldn't have to do anything other than the medical evaluations and, and the interviews. Like, that was the initial purpose of the combine. So every single time this time of year, we start trying to make this more than it is, and you've got less teams sending coaches to it. Think about that for a second. If it was so important, why are more and more teams not even sending their coaching staffs? Because it's not. It used to be something that was useful or purposeful for coaches and scouts and everyone alike. And then the NFL made it. We're like, wait a second. We can make money off this, huh? Well, let's just make this a make for TV, made for TV event. And, and now the whole entire format is set up to basically show it on TV. It's not in the best interest of the players performing who are going out there and doing drills and running and all that. It's not in the best interest of the coaches trying to get information, meeting with the kids. And so you see there, there's less involvement. But that's, that's the direction the NFL wants to head. So when these guys do perform, for the most part, you are going to hear every single analyst talk them up. That's just part of, the, part of the deal when they sign up for it. Unless there's like a, you know, <clears throat> you know Chris Jones situation. Uh, <laughs> Why would happen there? Well, yeah, well, well, then they, they might mean? talk them up in a different way. You what do you mean? Talk them up? What do you mean? Well, or talk them <laughs> out? Talk them out? Yeah, out. I mean, <laughs> what would you? 
I mean, <laughs> what? I mean, who hasn't had a bag of tangerines break at the produce <laughs> aisle <laughs> in a it's, I mean, it's difficult when <laughs> the Indianapolis Zoo has a baby elephant that gets loose. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby you, elephant and tangerines. <laughs> What's he supposed to do? <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's a, let me ask y'all a serious question, though. Serious question. If you're falling... <laughs> And the bottom of your clothes blows out. Are you breaking your fall, or are you, or are you, are you covering the hole? Like, are you filling the gap, or are you breaking your fall? I'm protecting uh, downstairs. Yeah, so you just gonna give the face up? Yeah, I'll give the face up, and I'll I'll take another second and a half off my forty. If it's you, what you doing? What you doing? Well, I, I'm still trying to figure out the the physics uh, behind uh, how it uh, popped out anyway. Uh, uh, like well, it's it's one thing. <laughs> like I mean, was he sagging, and that's how like it ended up just sliding down far enough? I mean, that's spandex. That stuff's on there tight. I mean. You try and uh, you try and wrap a sumo wrestler in saran wrap and see whether or not that's going to burst through. It's just the best. Some things are not. Are the not best made. part of that, of the entire commentary, was seeing Chris Jones get up and tell the guy what happened. And the guy looked at him kind of like, "Yeah, Chris, we know. Everyone saw it. We're aware. We're very aware that it fell out during the course of your forty-yard dash. We understand." Sir, we, we everybody saw yeah, it. Everyone saw it. Yeah, yeah. I, I was actually 50 yards away and I saw it. Um, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, uh. Sound the alarm! <laughs> but to answer your question, Lavar, wow! I would have tried to grab my junk and not like let it just fall out. Like I'm not really sure how it all transpired the way it did. Oh man! Like at no point did he realize the whole thing's coming out. I just feel like. I think in that moment, I got to go ahead and break my fall. <laughs> I got to get my hands out in front of me and try to break my fall. I, I just, I really do. And then as he's adjusting himself, he tells him, yeah, hey, it fell out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no, we know. No, no we yeah. thought you were carrying nunchucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Oh, was that, that wasn't a barbell? <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, like, we're very wasn't a barbell you had in your pants? Oh, like, no. We weren't really sure what was going I, on. And, oh, and here's no. the thing. He's a fantastic player. Would you say he's a top two or three interior lineman in the top NFL? Two. Yeah. And he was the best this year because Donald was hurt. Yeah. Top two for sure, and all I think about is that forty-yard dash. <laughs> I can't get over it's the greatest it. oh, in the history of the combine. <laughs> I can't get over it. I, I want to be in the meeting after that combine where someone's like, "Oh, and by the way, should we maybe figure out <laughs> some clothes to give these guys? Where I don't know that doesn't happen again. Like no, maybe do, we should give them a unitard <laughs> so like they're just there's no were chance. Sitting there like we're taking that guy. <laughs> Everybody in the stadium was like, "Yep, right. well, we could go get some drinks now. We're we're taking that guy." Ah, <laughs> uh, so good. The sad uh, thing was, it was actually a good forty up until that point, yeah. which I mean, it made it historic at that. He didn't have to finish. He didn't have to finish. All right, Chris, do you want to run another one? <laughs> I'm good. I'm no, good. he. They said, Chris, you could go back to your room. 
<laughs> you don't have to do anything. No interviews, no nothing. Uh, yeah. And with the number one oh overall pick, <laughs> <laughs> the short white guy's face is just like in shock, like what he saw. He's like, oh, okay. He's all, he's all, he's all <laughs> boogeymen are real. It's like, wait a second. I didn't think they existed. <laughs> wait a second. Why are three people running? <laughs> <laughs> hey, who's that other person? Hey, oh, oh, wait. Oh, hey, no. hey, get off that guy's shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> and Rich Eisen, Rich Eisen trying to keep it clean. <laughs> he says, whoa. Uh, all right. We're going to go to break. We're going to go to break. <laughs> that is, that's one where, like, we need to get Mike Mayock on to get oh. his – his whole perspective on that because that's something like you just you don't ever think is going to happen in broadcasting and it happens on live TV and you're oh, like how are man. we going to handle this <laughs> just there's nothing you can do <laughs> except applaud <laughs> hey man enjoy the ride yes. we're going viral but by the way when his, if they do a football life on him after his career is over and he's probably a <laughs> hall of famer if that's not part of it that is a, a disgrace <laughs> you remember Iceman TV production he used to ride itself like he create the ice and just ride itself. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. It's true. Just imagine surfing, you know, with Chris oh, Jones. Man. <laughs> and now <Hang> ten, dude. <laughs> Chris Jones on horseback. Uh. <laughs> wait, but isn't that him? Isn't those aren't, wait, aren't those his legs? Oh God. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis, and together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right, Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show, heard weekdays from five to seven Eastern, two to four Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Cavino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. So it is combine week. You know what that means? Tis the season for rumors and reports. Yeah. According, According to Adam Schefter, sources have told him that the Chicago Bears have already been approached by multiple teams about trading the number one overall pick, and Chicago is said to be, quote, leaning towards moving the pick, so the number one pick now looks like it's for sale, dot, Mm. dot, dot. So there it is. That is your stunner that the Bears might actually roll with Justin Fields moving forward and trade out of that number one pick for uh, for another draft spot lower in the in the first round. Potentially the Houston Texans who are sitting at two. You've also got the Colts at four. Both quarterback needy teams. You've also got uh, teams like the Raiders. Uh, Anybody from the NFC South could possibly be interested in wanting to move up to make a move there. So that is the report and rumor out of the draft combine from Adam Schefter there. So there you go. There's the And who are the interested teams, Jonas? Uh, That would be the Indianapolis Colts, the Houston Texans, uh, and uh, anybody else that's looking for that quarterback that wants to jump up there. It feels like if they still wanted to get Jalen Carter – you'd probably have to move back one spot because would he even be there at number four? Well, you could get Jalen Carter or Will Anderson. I think you'll have the chance to get one of the two, depending on how the whole thing shakes out. But I think the interesting thing about it is, you know, when you're presented with the number one overall pick, it's a difficult decision when you've got a quarterback that you didn't draft. I mean, ultimately, that was Ryan Pace's draft pick. So you don't have any ties to him. And I think you can, you can, you know, you could sit there and say, well, oh, Bryce Young's a better prospect or whatever the case is. It could simply just be like, hey, he's not the guy that I, I would have drafted for this football team. And I appreciate what he's done the past couple of years. But if I wanted to move on from Justin Fields, <clears throat> you know, I'd go that route. The, the problem is, is I think he probably couldn't find any suitors that looked at Justin Fields as highly as they might internally because of how Justin Fields has been able to weather the storm the past couple of seasons with everything he's gone through. 
and he has improved, and he is one of the league's best rushers. And even though his <clears throat> pocket pass, you know, pocket passing isn't where it needs to be, neither is their protection, neither is the the supporting cast around him. So I think all those things would help improve his play. And you know, if if you're sitting there, you're kind of thinking to yourself, all right, like, do we really want to move on from a guy just to bring in a younger guy who's not going to be as close to that second contract? that we think will work out well, but maybe not. Like, I think the first part of this whole discussion is the Bears have the chance to you know, make a decision with whether they want to use that pick or trade Justin Fields and go find his replacement. And they've obviously decided that Justin Fields is their guy and they'd rather help support him and build out around him as opposed to starting over with another quarterback. I, I think whatever side – anyone were to fall on that's i mean if they decided that they wanted to go in a different direction uh whichever one it is just give give the young man the grace and the opportunity to know what what he's up against or what he's got coming down the lane because for all the things you just mentioned i don't find him to be culpable for for the way this team has played over the last you know couple years so if you were going to stay with him, this is the right move. You stay, you let people know. If you're not going to stay with him, it's the right move because you let people know so that he has a fair opportunity in this this situation. And and that to me, that's that's kind of where I fall on it. Do you think is Bryce Young the type of talent that you would? trade Justin Fields right now to take number one. If he if were, you had they no ties to him. If, if he were, they would do it. If he were, they would do it. But, but again, it's, it's, it's everything that Q was saying. Why would you bring a young player, whether he's a stud franchise guy or not, and bring him into a scenario where you know that that, that quarterback doesn't have the tools in place to be able to be the, the player that, that you're drafting? It's, it's just you're wasting another top top draft pick on on the same position when you might already have that in Justin Fields if you were to just build the team up where he has a fair opportunity for success. Also, yeah. I, li- I like when people point out, well, look at Justin Fields' win-loss record. Okay. It's not good. For, for, for God's sakes. I mean, what what is he it's had not a him? It's not a quarterback stat. It, it's so funny that we do that with quarterbacks but no other position on the field. It's like, well, okay, because well, they have a big impact on it. They're still not on the field for def- to play defense True. or special teams. True. I mean, he's on a supporting cast that I think is probably bottom two in the league. Yes. Dang. It's I bad. mean, it, 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 well, it, it's look again in the context of you know the NFL. They're all professional football players, right? I'm not trying to say that you know they they all can't play football, but in comparison I'm just saying, to the in, other teams, yeah, compared to hey, we we you know. If you want to compare them to a Super Bowl champ like the Kansas City Chiefs, they don't have as good of a roster. I mean, it's pretty simple. And by the way, you remember that Monday night game they won at Foxborough when they beat the Patriots? Remember that? They beat the Patriots, and there was the Bailey Zappi, Mac Jones fiasco that was going on there. Remember uh, Brisker had the interception? Yeah, of course. Yeah. That was the last game the Bears won last year. <laughs> like, they never won another game afterwards. And Justin Fields got better as the year went on, hey, and let, they still lost. Let me ask you guys this. If Patrick Mahomes were playing for the Chicago Bears, how much better would they be? A couple of games. There's nothing there. Q, a couple of games? I think they'd be better, but not that much better. Like, that's the reality is 
it's just they don't, you know, you still need talent. You still need all those pieces around you, you know, a supportive organization. And that's the tough part is, you know, yeah, he'd help improve, but it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be like, oh, they'd be a Super Bowl winning team. How far away are they from being a, a really far. good team if you, ha- if you have a Pat Mahomes on the team? You still need an O-line. Still you still far. need wide receivers. Yeah. Like, I'd worry okay. about his health. Like, he has a good O-line now. And he's hampered by ankle injuries. Well, so then that proves the point then. Then you keep a mobile quarterback that has the ability to throw the ball and you build the rest of your team up. Like, there it is. That's the debate settled. Like, just think about what we just said. And, and look, I think they're number one in salary cap space because they just shedded as much as they possibly could, whether it was Khalil Mack and Roquan Smith and Robert Quinn last year. They just gutted everybody. and, And they've got the number one overall pick. And then they've got a bunch of salary cap space. So they're going to be improved because it's hard to be that much worse. But, yeah, the idea that it's going to be a quick fix there I think is crazy. Like, they, right. they, this is a full, almost a complete teardown and rebuild for them. And, and now you just see who's going to ante up and want to make the move. And the fact that you've got two teams in the AFC South sitting at two and four that both need quarterbacks, that could be uh, where this whole thing gets interesting. A little bidding war there. Yeah, and look, so my, my general point is Ryan Poles, the general manager for the Bears, had a decision to make. And he's come to the conclusion now where, and this is usually the timing of it, because, you know, and just so people behind the scenes know, going to the Combine's fun for people in broadcasting, and it used to be fun for coaches and everyone else because you get to mix it up. You know, late at night, you're going to steakhouses, you're having some drinks, you're talking to maybe some coaches, some scouts, some general managers, um, and you get to kind of mix it up with them. It's not really like that anymore because of the timing and testing and all this stuff. <clears throat> so, unfortunately, that doesn't work out quite the way it used to. But one of the things that still does go on is you bump into a lot of people with other teams. And so you start discussing p- potentially what a trade scenario would look like, whether it be the draft or certain players on your roster, right, that might be under contract that want to go somewhere else. It all starts at the combine. You know, even though it's made out to be about this next year's rookie draft class, it's not. It's, it really starts the business for the NFL for the new league year. All those conversations start now. I remember Jay Glazer told us on uh, Fox Sports Radio a few years ago, he said that he knows multiple times of trades that were discussed and agreed to while both parties were hammered at dinner and then the next morning they realized, yeah, I don't think we want to do that deal. Yeah, us either. And it just like that's that's where this stuff happens. There's all sorts of networking and all these other potential opportunities for trades and movements around the league. So and by the way, who doesn't who doesn't like watching the combine? It's fun. All right. Like it's fun to see everybody uh, you know, throw the ball around. And not everybody's gonna throw up two twenty five 28 times like Brady Quinn did at his draft day. But for Why you, know, there's you some people. Why do you the number? I mean, you're, you're making stuff up right okay, now. Okay, how, how many times was it? I don't know. 225, what, 26 times? I don't remember. Lee, can we look that up? I'm almost positive it was 225, like 26 times, something That's like that. That's not a true. lot. All right. That doesn't sound true. Two, it is a lot. It's a lot. 225. I mean, you get to 26. You If you get to 20, like that's – if you get that – if you get to 18, 17 as a skill guy, man, you're a beast. Yeah. Hey, uh, let's go live to our I Know How Many Reps Brady Quinn put up at 225 at the Combine Insider Lead to Lap for the latest. That would be officially 24. 
Pep bat it, man. 225, 24 oh. times. It's a lot. <gasps> What's the Birdo? What's the Birdo? Now we're done. Birdo, would I get any praise from you for th- those sort of reps? Yeah. <laughs> Birdo. Simone. Uh, it is two pros. You're not go, you're now not I'm going, done. You're not going to hit the about? button on, on Jonas? Simone means yes. I mean, what do you mean? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but he said it. No? Okay. <laughs> yeah, no well, dump Mike, him or anything? Because I'm no. Mexican. No? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> How does that not offend you, Birdo? He just makes up his own whatever he what wants. What are you talking about? You're such a... Hey, first of all, Birdo, you know, I, I know my stuff when it comes to the Mexican culture. Oh, Birdo and I have go. conversations You're not going to hit it? You're not going to hit the button say? on this guy? Oh, Who's my injecting gosh. him is the question. Oh, gosh. How dare you? <laughs> what? <laughs> How dare you? Unbelievable. <laughs> I, I, I would touch on what you just said, Q, but I've already been dumped <laughs> once before today. So. I, I almost let something out that was going to be a double. I, I hit material. my quota. So, yeah. There yeah. you go. Hey, by, the, by the way, I got somebody responded on Friday. Remember when there was a question about whether or not Brady said the S word and he got dumped yeah. early in the show? Yeah. I went back and listened. He did not. He did not say the no, S word. Not but even close. We just, you know, we wanted to be. Be careful and be safe. So we, I thought we he did it just I said something. Though. Yeah, yeah. But it's all right. I would have heard it. I'd have been like, "Ooh, <laughs> you know me. I like to catch words like that and just be like, ooh. Ugh. And I, 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 it's button. been sitting on my tongue for a while because Jonas keeps going the same route with what? the whole Knoxkin thing, what's, and I just I, I'm like, don't on, say it. What's sitting don't on say your, it. Yeah. What's sitting on there? I just it's sitting, more Jonas is sitting, I, on. I, sitting on I your tongue. All right, Brady. Can I, does, it, does it rhyme with Knox? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. It, it rhymes with like legging. Oh wow. Okay. Oh Jesus. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I never. I mean, I, I, I'll tell you said by injection. I'm just. <laughs> I, I've never pegged you to be like this sort of a broadcaster. But well, now that we're here, I, I never, I never pegged you to be this sort of, you know. <laughs> I think you kind of did. Well, and then by, maybe, maybe now, maybe I didn't peg and, you. And, maybe and by the way, by the has. way, you are correct. That is, that is absolutely correct. Uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Class, so bad. Class, class. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.